Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the, the Reaction Podcast on the Celtic Now and Forever Podcast. My name is Ryan Crawford. Today, I'm joined by... A new guest on the panel, Jack, and a regular on the panel, Robert Boyle. Jack, Robert, how are you doing, lads? Aye, good, mate. Cheers for inviting us on. Look forward to it, lads. Cheers. And yourself, Rab? Okay, okay at the moment in time, but I'm going to push the trigger at the moment in time. And, but a bit angry at the moment, but we'll get on to that in a few We always start the podcast, oh, I'm no bad, but inside, they're always the new we're fucking reeling. Um, but obviously, uh, Jack, since you're just on, mate, your initial thoughts after the game, I know it's going to be a bad week, but what was your kind of first after thought after the final whistle? Um, well, before the game even started, Ryan, mate, I don't know about you, but I had the feeling that we were lucky to even get a point here. Um, after the final whistle, just the way you learn them walked away, you put the seed down, and it was as if to say, for once, you knew that was it, time. But we just came out and said after the game, and that doesn't look like that's going to happen. People forget he's got a family to look after. I, he's a millionaire as it is. He'll want, he'll want to rather get sat, get his paycheck and then go. He's not going to work. If he would, he'd go by now. I think it was back in October, November time, he said if things weren't going his way, he would step down mm-hmm. for the best addition to the club. But that's not happened. Before half time, Ayer had that chance to go 3-1 up, didn't he? As soon as he missed that, he said to myself, no, that's, that's going to come back to bite us in the arse. Um, and it did. It's just been the same feeling the last three months at the final whistle. But it's been into it. It's, it's not going to get better. Each week it's nah. just going to get worse and worse. And the other side just going to get better and better. And they're just laughing at us now. It's, it's murder. It's, there's no other word for it. It's absolutely murder, mate. It's obviously, we all know they're doing well, right? I mean, you don't want to talk about them, but they are, right? But Abkina says people might say I'm better or I'm biased or whatever, but we have not given a challenge. We have not started this season. I understand they're playing well and they're scoring goals, they've no lost a game. And, but the last few weeks they have been dropped a wee bit and we've not took any advantage if we could have, in my opinion. And the league is finished, it is, unless it's a fucking miracle. Aye. It is, but you're always going to have a bit of eight drop points, right? Get a win. We've dropped, we've dropped basically nine points or something the last three games. If you had I any fight in you, if you had any, in my opinion, if you had any fight in you, you'd be trying to win the games and try to put a stream in it. And people keep saying, what if we won more games in Horn? First of all, we couldn't win more games in general. And that was our first game in Horn. We've no, we've no won it. I think Rangers, don't want to bring them up on that, but they're playing just like Liverpool did last season. Nobody could get near them. Nobody could touch them. Towards the end of the season, Man City got it at the better mm-hmm. like 5-0 in the league. They were eventually kicking on, but 
we are just continually doing grading this year and it comes for the top, right to the bottom. And at first, they did the August run for a window. Well, it extended, didn't it, with lockdown. It, you know, that wild Turnbull, a jetty for West Ham, big barcash, you know, that's superb. And I still think if Turnbull was in the team for the first game of the season, I don't think we'd be that, but I think we'd be up there, maybe four mm-hmm. or five points off rather than 20 odd, mate. So it does, it comes from the manager. I don't, you don't want to put more pressure on him, but you need to be a bigger man sometimes, and he should have, he should have worked you know, for the uh, best intentions of the club. And yourself, Robert, I know it's a bit bleak again, mate, but it's just, it's very hard to, to take it in the way it's been gone. I, I said in the last podcast, Ryan, if you remember, I didn't think we were going to get a result there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see it because I didn't want us to get a result. By all means, I would give my left leg to get a result just to get sailed back at winning ways. But just the way the team is, the way the management is, um, I just feel it's just one big slippery slope. And I don't think it's the end yet because he's, he's no intentions of leaving us. Let's be honest, his statement today, he still reckons that only five weeks ago he won a treble, which is for last season, let's remember. That's nothing to do with this season. And it was mm-hmm. extra time right. against a championship team. Got to remember as well. Um, blew a couple of goal leads. Um, to me, it's stale. It's predictive. It's so so hard to watch on the eye. And we're conceding goals constantly. 14 out of 17 goals has came from close balls into their box. Mm-hmm. Does that not tell you that we, what we are doing as a unit, as a team, as a coaching, isn't working because we can't defend balls into the box? And every team now latches on to you. don't need to be great against Celtic. You just need to be able to get balls into the box and you'll get joy out of one of them. Like the first goal was, to me, is, it's amateurish. It's, it's not even schoolboy stuff. If the I had two times in a school game, it would really after that. We keep doing it week after week. That's, that's the thing. It's, I, it's crazy. It was, Shambolic defending again, a big ayer, I think it was, it switched off and the boy just ran in behind him and just, <laughs> it was a simple header. Wasn't he right in the corner, right in the tap corner, right in the boat corner? It was literally just to the right-hand side of the goal and the goalkeeper's positioning for me is really, really, really poor and I, the goalkeeper I want to go in and talk about a wee bit because I don't want to be a guy that criticises him but for me, He's no a goalkeeper. I don't know what he is, but he's just a guy in a, a goalkeeping tap standing in the middle of goals for me. He's very poor. I've not seen him coming for a lot of close balls. He does come for the odd couple. His footwork's no great on the ball. His shot stopping is non-existent, in my opinion. Um, I'm just going to go into a couple of wee things I've not done about Barcast because I've kind of a, what, tried to study on it because... His last four games, he's had sh- six shots against them. He's conceded four goals. St Johnston, Rangers, Livingston, he failed to make a save and conceded four goals. Save percentage is the fourth worst in the SPL behind the Livingston goalkeeper, the St Johnston goalkeeper and the Hamilton goalkeeper. 46% save rate he's got compared to McGregor at Rangers at 80% save rate. To me, that is... Hazard and Baines better than him. Hazard for me is the best goalkeeper out of freedom. He's a young boy, he makes mistakes. But at least he makes saves in my opinion. Aye, he's terrible for coming for crosses, he's a young boy. But we're not going to invest in a goalkeeper in January. For me, 
I've given all hope up in Barkas, to be honest with you. That might sound a bit premature, <coughs> and obviously the defence isn't playing very well. But for me, I just I don't know what you think. I don't rate the guy very much at all. I just think his positioning sense is terrible. He's no vo- he's no vocal enough, and I don't know anything that he's actually got good attributes on. I see. So, sorry, go right, go. No, I just think I I can agree with you, Robert. I think. I was a big advocate of giving him a bit of time, obviously coming from a foreign country and not really knowing anybody. The language barrier, the usual shit that you get with foreign players can win. The big transfer fee, um, obviously I had Sammy on before, and Sammy, I think Sammy, Sammy spoke about in an old podcast that he knew a guy who was Greek, his neighbour, and the neighbour says, aye, he's probably our best player, they would go for a bit of money, but he didn't think £5 million before, that was a bit, a bit much, but he says he's a good goalkeeper, he'll do well for and I was about like, give him time, give him time, give him time. And now I'm just like, I can't give him time any longer. The same as other guys like Shane Duffy and guys like that. Maxwell, again, Taylor for me. I know people talk about Taylor, but going forward in, in general, for me, they're not good enough if we back to guess the club. Um, but Barkas, on that, mate, I, I don't know what Jack thinks of Barkas, but and if it was maybe a million pound, you maybe go, oh, it's just a million pound. But it's the fact that broke man's number one, five million pound. We've all went, as Jack says, at the start of the summer, Tomboy, a Yeti, brilliant, oh, he'll come good, goalkeeper for Athens, Champions League pedigree, brilliant. It's just like Duffy and all, it's just failed. See, talking about Duffy, Ryan, and that, but at the end of last season, when the lockdown happened, the Premier League got stopped and it came back, and mm. I wasn't working or anything, so I watched a lot of Aston Villa, I watched a lot of Brighton games. And you can see, in this season, I've watched a lot of Brighton. I watched one of their games. They were right at Crystal Palace. We're on the back foot. But then the second half, they came out. They were playing good stuff. They got a, a point at the end. Should have won a game. And just for watching that 45 minutes, you can see how Duffy's on their team. Because they're actually playing football. They're moving. Mm. They're high up. They're pressing. He, he can't handle it. Look, see last night. He, he looked at the ball and he nearly scored an OG. Nearly went to the net. But you're like, yeah, that, that doesn't happen. Grab that when it happened. You playing down there Sunday, down at Greenfield. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and if it did, if it did, you'd be hooked. And that's happening every single week. You feel bad for a guy you like that, but it's the point you're like, it's like Mr. Bob at the back at times, isn't he? <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's hard to watch, man. And See, I, don't even, like, I don't like criticising football players because I'm not that level, right? Day, but come, they're getting paid that money, mate. There's a, it's a difference. We're I don't like criticise my own team and professionals and my own team, but... We've obviously just talked about Bar- uh, Barkas and who, but we're going to Duffy, but I don't like criticising players. I don't like to moan here and, or sit in a pub, obviously the new because of the situation, but in general, and slaughter my team, because in the day, they are, they're kind of like your idols in a way, you fight to see them, but it's very hard to watch mistakes. If I made that, as you say, on a Saturday or a Sunday, I'd be getting my boss booted. I'd be getting my support. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So... I, I I agree with Robert. I think Barkas is. I, we won't, I don't sign, I don't think we'll sign a goalkeeper this January. But in the summer, it's one of the. It's probably the main position we need to get right because it, for me, it totally leads on to your defence, your midfield, your striker. It totally derails your full team. Your goalie's no on form. See, <coughs> talking goalkeepers, it was a big. Gamble paying that money for somebody at Disney and League. I've played at Park maybe one or two times the Champions League qualifiers and stuff like that and played really well. But I know it's a long call, but see a big Marciano for Hibs. Mm-hmm. I would have maybe gave Hibs, say, 500 grand to a million, take him. And if we did sign him, 
you could no build, you don't want to build the team around El Hamid and Beaton, right? But if we did bring him on, say El Hamid at right back, Beaton if he needs to cover centre back, which he shouldn't have been in the first place or centre mid, just a wee um, good, what's the word? Good. Oh, what's that one, aren't you? Like congestion and, and stuff like that. Aye. Aye, mate, aye, aye, aye. Um, I don't know, but that was that was a big chance, and he doesn't look confident. I don't know if it's just his his face, his, his expression, the emotion, but he doesn't. He, I, in a way, he looks like a big guy to be up for it. Maybe something about him, but there's just been nothing. I think he has, he's had one good game away to Ross County, and people like that. Oh, he's a brilliant keeper. He's brilliant. But see, for a Celtic goal, he can't be judged by a game at Ross County if you played brilliant. It needs to be the games at Ibrooks in the cup games, and they couldn't even get a game in the cup final. So that really says it all, doesn't it? For me on this, your goalkeeper's got to have a, some sort of character. You know what I mean? Like a Smeiko, a Boric, a guy like that. I'm not saying you get a lot of them doing the modern football, but a goalkeeper's got to be kind of a, a bit, let's say, half his seed. Because to be a goalkeeper, you, need to be, you need to be brave, you need to be out on people's feet, um, you need to go come for crosses, you need to have a, a stature about you. And I don't, he's like, Quiet boy in the classroom. Now, look, a new boy comes in, starts in your school, and he doesn't talk, and he's just standing in the corner. To me, that's the type of guy he looks. He doesn't look like a guy who would mingle with the first team squad, get involved in things. He probably, probably a lot of homesickness and stuff like that behind him. I'm not saying the guy will only come good, but right now, I just wouldn't play him because we're obviously dreadful, and he's no help matters, and the guy's obviously going to take a lot of criticism as. The rest of the team's taking it at the moment in time. I can see as well with Barkas, obviously great, right? And most Greeks, aye, they are, they are friendly. But they've got a nasty side from Greeks, are, all these foreign boys are. Some, some of them are heavy-handed, you know what I mean? And as you say, it's a bit of a nutter. Well, that switch. <laughs> aye, they've got a switch. Like, people might not like you talking about Rangers on the podcast, but Al McGregor is a top-draw goalkeeper. And he is a bit of a nutter because he's a winner. He's a winner. We've I see it out of our full team, right? Lennon says in interviews it's the same training, it's the same philosophy. It says, Well, something's changed because they players don't turn bad players there, right? See Shane Duffy, right? People are saying he might not play the bright night, but he's a experienced internationalist. He's the captain of Ireland, he's no he's came here and again he's regressed, just like a lot of players have regressed. McGregor's has uh, regressed. And Del Hammond's regressed. The guys have just regressed all the time under Lennon. Edward's So it tells you something. It tells you something that something's not right. And I watched an interview as well. Um, it was a small. I seen it. Somebody put it up on Twitter. It was an interview with Lennon when he was at Bolton, and it was coming to the time near Bolton. I'll need to find it and I'll send you Aye. it. Um, it was basically saying, see what he said last night about. I don't know what's happening. If, is it a mentality? Is it a this? Is it, he was basically saying the same spiel. And I think that's a guy who just, he knows he, he's lost it. I, I, he's just got to be honest and go, I can't do it anymore. Because guys like Shane Duffy, Captain Ireland, and he's, I think there was three guys with a debut last night or something for Livingston. F.A. Ambrose is rested. After the game, Martin Dill was that, out and he's got his big cap and he's <laughs> That's the thing for me. We played Livingston Reserves last night. They dropped mm. seven players last night. So it's a reserve team for Livingston with a budget of about 150 grand, probably. He's spending Jane Duffy's on me, probably. Not I mean, it's... he's spending players. Crazy. To me, 
and the guy who's managing him hasn't any managerial experience, and he's just got two draws against us. He was an Good on the guy, man. He's flying, isn't he? Um, who's come through a rehabilitation programme and getting into management, which I'm not saying is anything wrong with that. I'm all the best of luck to the guy, because he seems like a genuine guy. Obviously, had a lot of trouble in his past, and he's moved on for it. But for me, a guy who's no managerial experience, who's just been flung in at the deep end at Livingston, got a couple of good results, then draws with nine in a row champions twice in the matter of five days. Mm. That's no good enough for me. That's percent. That there's a fact on Stuart Caterwell and Lennon. Um's record. I'm gonna just try and find it here, right? Two I seen seconds. that on Twitter yesterday, Dab actually I know what I have thought about. Two wee seconds just yeah, to try and find this, right? Just to see these records, <laughs> right? Um two seconds. I was something as Stuart Caterwell. Aye. Stuart Caterwell was sacked for winning <clears throat> seven games in twenty four this season at Ross County. Gary Holt resigned after a poor start to the season. Neil Lennon has won seven and twenty two and he's still Celtic manager. Look at all the other managers. One in seven and nineteen. Mm-hmm. We our record now is doing there with maybe a Kamarnock or a disgraceful one. Is it? I bet um, Kamarnock probably Livingston Hamilton's <coughs> record at this moment in time, and we are closer to six than we are to top of the league. Yeah, what does that tell you? The fact that he's still winning, Joe, but he's no work. Right? If you love something, it's hard, to, it's hard to walk away from you, isn't it? But it gets to a point you need to think what's best for everybody. Nobody's big on the club, don't they know? So yeah. that's what it should come, don't they? And that comes for the board as well, didn't it? Yeah. Know what I mean? They're all power in that. So it's like Sutton, he, he wasn't seeing Lennon out until mm-hmm. it got too late. He was backing up his power, wasn't he? So it gets to a point yeah. you need to face the facts, do you know what I mean? Because obviously Shane Duffy has been getting a lot of criticism. Um, and again, last night, I thought we started, but I thought we started all right. Um, I think you've seen right away the difference to playing the first teamers right away for the youth. They, they were taking the game to Livingston and then silly fouls again. Duffy, what, why are you making a foul there? Black and Sibs then Duffy last night. Man, I know it's like 30, I think it's got 40, 50 yards to your goal, but still, the way we are defending and the way we press up high when we're defending, it's just, it's just ridiculous how it was so simple and how we can't, what are we doing at training to work on that? Because see, at any level of football, if you do something wrong, the first thing you do at training is you work on what you've done wrong. So, sorry, sorry. For me, I, I spoke about it in podcast before, at Arsenal with George Graham, all he'd done for days or hours was focus on shape defending, shape defending, and Arsenal were one of the best teams at, at that time. And that's why they won all that trophies under them. And for me, I just don't know where to go when it comes to defence because I feel for Ayer, because I thought Ayer's, for me, has been one of your best players this year. And I'm starting to actually really rate him in a way. And I think he will go for decent money. I think that's maybe, if we don't qualify for Europe next year, I think two or three of signings might cover a back. But you shouldn't be expecting that to, to give you money. But um, the defence for me is... I know people say Taylor had a good game, but see, going forward, Greg Taylor for me is not going to be good enough. N- nobody will convince me that he's good enough to play with Celtic every week, especially in Europe. If I'm, if, see, if I'm too critical, then fair enough. But going forward, we need to sign better defenders because it's just not good enough the way we've been playing. 
it's like we front we front pong the same. See the amount of times I broke, she will get in the final third, and mm-hmm. then it's like it rushes to his head, it gets too excited because he's feel a lot fast. See if he'd up me back composure. Like Tierney was good, Tierney would just always whip it across the face sometimes. He'd cut it back to the edge, but it's Roger and McGregor gone on to it. But now it's just a case of whim that in or too high, and it's, if it's no Taylor's front point. And I, 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 to be honest, mate, don't disagree, but I like Taylor, but in. Gone forward, he's, he's no answer for Celtic. He's no, I think in the league can get away with it, but feel like we're playing Champions League football, get 60,000 playing like, like Barcelona nah, and all that again. We need to spend, mate. That's what it comes down to. It comes down to spending, doesn't it? And, and signing guys for Kilmarnock and that, it's no, it's no good to the job, is it? But let's talk about, you're talking about these two players in particular, right? And we're talking about players regressing under Neil Lennon and his management. Brendan Rodgers get better out of, better, out of all your players, mm. made them all better, he made Tierney better, he made Carl McGregor better, he made Rodgers better, he made Armstrong better. What's they say the new manager comes in and they're young enough and they're not bad at what they do, but to take them to the next level with the right manager, could maybe get Fring Pong being good crosses. Might well, could have Greg Taylor. Get me forward, son. You're good at defending. You don't need to. I'm letting you off a leash. Get forward. David Tierney done. Maybe that's just what we need. Is it? He's just saying a back to do that, didn't he? There who are half decent, good, but in a poor team. Mm. But it needs a light after leash. Scott Brown again was finished <clears> until Rogers came in. Rogers gave him a new lease of life. So maybe if we do appoint the right manager, it might bring these players on. Don't get me wrong, there'll be a lot of players there that'll be shipped out and will just be redeemed no good enough. But a manager can make or break players give them confidence and bring Definitely. them on. It just might be something like that. Bring Pong's young enough. I... Taylor's probably young enough. I, the two of them have got a lot of faults, but they're, they're young enough to be improved with the right manager and the right setup. I think all the boys, I think they just need a new face, a new wee lift. No, it's like sometimes it's, you need that in life. It could be a job you're not enjoying it, somebody else new comes in, or even if your team, a new boy comes in, it lifts the spirits, and then it makes the competition better as well. We fight for places, Mel. Mm-hmm. No, it's like I think Lenny was maybe too faithful to Brown and Cham at the start, wasn't he? Then eventually brought in M. Sorrow and Tumble when it was probably too late. So that new face could, as you say, could bring boys like Taylor and Frimpong on, maybe give them a wee kickstart that they need, mate. Do you know what I mean? So it's needed, but 100, 100% it's needed. I agree with you, Robert. Um, as much as I might know rate Taylor and uh, Duffy or Frimpong, whatever, if you get a better coach, mm-hmm. And I think if you coach them better and your philosophy, I think definitely they'll get better. That's just, it's going to happen, especially because you've seen it with Rodgers, as you said, where he took your by his team and you guys like Armstrong and Matthias Stevens, guys like that, and you thought, ah, they're all right. Armstrong, just look at him now, what he's doing. And that's all for getting coached properly right. into how he did the right stuff. I think Frimpong, he's not a right back for me. I think he's a winger. And I think if he gets taught, it sounds daft how to cross a ball properly and get in the final third and do damage. I think he will be brilliant, but he's got to get he's got to get to that level by getting coached. And for me, under New Lennon, he's not going to get that level. And I think it's going to deteriorate his development. See, as we've spoken about, obviously, we're sending guys out on loan, bring them back, back in and out again. But the development's just going to keep getting stalled. Um, and I think we need to definitely get a new face in because... It's only going to get worse, and the longer it goes, for me, the longer it's going to take to fix it. And we've not got a long time to fix it. And the qualifiers can come in a few months' time. 
Sorry. Still a Scottish Cup to play for, but I don't accept any chance we would probably get beat for Livingston or Ross County and that again, do you know what I mean? If they throw them, so it's it's needed and you say every week it's getting worse and worse and it's embarrassing this we've won. I we need to be grateful we've won Everton the last nine years. And then last night, you're like, are we look at times at 2-1 up for 10 minutes we're flying? Good moves, good V1-2s. Ayer gets that chance. If he scores, it may have been going on 4-5-1, but you miss that, then you know it's going to come back to bite us, and it does. And that's been the story of our season. And it just needs change. Look at Bayern Munich. Did they not sat their manager when it was in the world? Mm-hmm. Right in, do you know what I mean? They're going for it as well. So PSG yeah. sacked Tucho. Aye, mate. It's Pochettino just go there, and then they won a trophy, lift the team spirits again. Um, UV and all Nupil's a manager they've just won something there as well like last night they won it um, one of the cups Super Cup or something um, so as it's needed uh, aye mate it's needed man big time aye it, it just needs a refreshing I think a lot of the players are st- still under them and that's just simply it it's still under the management the coaching staff probably players don't want to be there now and a lot of players are just probably playing as individuals and a lot of players are <clears throat> you know what I mean? So it's, I think it's Mira Brian. See, at the start of the season, they came at the press conference and they said players have approached him, telling them they wanted to leave. And then after that, not one player left. And mm-hmm. you think to yourself, who is it? But then rumours came out there was apparently Chris Tyre, maybe Nietzsche or something. So why why play them? Obviously, is it to try and get my money from during the summer? But see if players said that to you, you'd be like, from chase yourself. I want people that know what it means and want to make a scene that's successful, really. Didn't all start for that, but I think that's one of the reasons. When you think back, you think, it's no being right. For them, why did they want to leave? Do you know what I mean? If they want to leave, it's probably other people as well that they've not heard about. So it's, it's no good. It looks like a split dressing room, doesn't it, because I know there's not a big rift, but it doesn't look like a lot of players are on the same hymn sheet or going in the oh, same I can tell. Oh, miles, it miles. looks like cliques. looks like a wee cliques are just in the rain we bubbles type of thing to me I mean when Scott Brown last night I don't know if you were going to talk about that Ryan but to me he came on and could not be arsed on the part got himself sent off and walked off laughing in a charity match or something to me that's what it looked like he didn't really give two monkeys and the UFC is known to Saturday, do you know what I mean? For it was last night. It's been an elbow, man. What's he doing, man? What's he doing? I get he's frustrated with playing but Today, that was just absolute stupidity. And if I was Neil Lennon, I'd have come out and slated him. Like, my club captain, I'm trying to get him back in the team, and he goes and lets the team down. He didn't slate him because it's his mate, but anybody else in the team that done that last night, Lennon would have been out and gave them dogs abuse. I think that's because it's a pals activator. You seen him Ooh. before he went home, Lennon's lap, back in the back, you seen before he gets going, but how did he own, man? Cameron Stratton, look, off, don't you get started in him, man, honestly. To look at iPad, it's snowing. Can you see the iPads covered in snow? And he's sitting showing his iPad. What are you doing? I just get you. I'm I'm wanting to come on. Just all you need to do is tell the guy what to do. All that should be done. I know football's <laughs> moving on and it's all about technology and this and that and sports scientists, all that shit. But you don't need an iPad to tell you what. Scotland doesn't know, doesn't need to be told what to do. He's done it for fucking 10 years, what, 12 years? You know, hang on, mate. My dad said, I see when you're going for the biggest season in your lifetime, in any Celtic fan's lifetime, and you would give up for a season, right? Whether we don't win something for the next mm-hmm. nine years, but we don't, they don't win 10, right? We win 10. In fact, you would be dating for it. See the fact that you get an assistant coach in for League One in Peterborough. 
right? Is that not really? I cause he's daft, but should you know being for hire? And I, people, I, I do coach myself. People that don't like what Martin do, don't play. I, I, I love to see them getting high up in football. But see when it's this one season, surely you'd, you'd be breaking the bank to get another coach in. Even though Lennon should have probably the manager this year anyway. And it came in for Rodgers, should have been that few months spell, get league in the <laughs> table that season, then they wouldn't have been here. But when we're going for 10 in a row, Brian, that guy in for Peterborough, and when he came in, we thought we were getting that Tony, mm-hmm. then went to Brentford. Apparently, he loved that strategy. We didn't get him. Brentford got him. Now he's, he's absolutely flying. His goals, ratios down there is superb. So that's another miss. But when the Celtic fans, all you see is Twitter now, it's Gavin's trying to saw the memes are slagging him. So again, it comes for that again. It's decision making, bringing a guy for Peterborough. It's, do you really think Scott Brown and when that young boy, what's his name? Um, Okoflex had their pause and listening to Lennon. He was listening to Strachan when he was giving him instructions. I know. Just why he's going to pitch, man. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's getting your, it's getting it's the club a red neck. I know it's the way football goes now, but just it's no, it's no right, in my opinion, to be honest. I see you're talking about Brown, Robert. I definitely because see for me, I know we're maybe going ahead ourselves talking about Brown here when it comes to subs, but what? Why is he put him on? Doesn't he need for Brown to the park? No need for him. And then he's taking, he's taking Tumble off. Um, and he's he's taking he's took Ayer off and he's kept Christie. See for see for see for their goal. Christie was shocking. He tried to do the boy. He tried to do the boy. I thought he tried to do the boy. He was a coward man. Why you just stop it close? And stop stop it close and that doesn't happen. And then you're you're putting pressure on your defence who can't defend him now. And the, the goal was a shambles. How it ends, it's a joke. But again, I just think Christie. Back, back when Christie was shocking. Gee, back, um, back to the game. We love to see the big guy, big Jet, Jamie Thomas, who scored. Mm-hmm. He used to be Arsenal years ago in that. Mm-hmm. See the game at Parkhead at the weekend there, see if he was on. If he came on, I think they would have bet us. I think they would have bullied our centre-backs. Because he was just strolling about and fair play to the big guy. He was defending well. Then he got his chance and he took it. But then again, Lenny putting Brown on. At the start of the season, he put Brown on the last, was it 10 minutes at St. Johnston? We went 2-0 up, so you go, fair play if you're doing that again. But then the Hibs game, when we drew one each, it was that when Tumble scored the, the free kick. Mm-hmm. The last 10-12 minutes, we'll see when Tumble gets a chance like that towards the end of the game. In your head's a manager, you think, I've got one of my star players, one of the best young Scottish prospects in football. I'll keep him on in case we get a chance. Why take him off? Why not take Christy off? He's been anonymous. So if you're going back as a manager, and you think, I'm going to put Scott Brown on. Start the season, I put him on. He gave the team a kick up the jacks in the need. They went and scored two goals. But I'm taking Tumble off, who can win a game like that. I scored a class three kick. I made a set, make something happen for a set piece. You're like, yeah, doesn't add up. And that's just poor coaching. It's doesn't add up. It's one thing or other, and it's it's no good. We we see, some points like that. So it's see yesterday. The league's gone, right? It's gone, but you're drawn to each, right? I draw is no use. It's more or less a disaster because it's just putting mm-hmm. more pressure on you. But a draw, a defeat, it's no much difference, right? So why does he not take one of the, the players at the back half and put a Yeti on and just go free up front? And that way, you go, at <laughs> least you know what he was trying to do. He was trying to win the game and if they suck a punch you, you at least know what he's trying to do. See, that's like for like, bringing one player up, bringing another guy on like for like. And as you say, I was quite rampant down the right-hand side attacking. He's nullified that. He's put Fring Pong on, but obviously he's trying to get his pace. Didn't he work? Brings Brown on for Sorrow. 
I don't know why he takes all off, but I get you on if that's the case. Try and go for it, try and expand it a wee bit. It was just too many likes for likes, and you're not going to get away with that in football because you need to have something different and try and mix <coughs> up a bit. Put pressure on your defence with three strikers up there. It just, he's not got a clue, man. That's something. Saying Ayers playing well when he went in that big run, I use it right back, but see if he's in a good game, why not take one or Centre back, so beat on or Duffy. I know he's want to keep his hearts compound and get used to each other, but I would have rather took one of them after an hour after bonus. Um, and put him in at centre half and put Fling Pong right back. Exactly, and then he mate. Like, for the back because he's good at that with the ball. They could have played just three the back last night the way they were playing. That's what I mean. Again, it's it's poor coaching, poor decision making. If you see the subs and all, see see if you're a Yeti, you must be like, what the fuck am I doing here? I understand he's came through West Ham, he didn't play a lot and. Lenny said he needs to get, he's going to get fit. He can't get fit if he's sitting on the bench. Your Kamara's had a few chances. Again, I'm going the only the only judgment I've really got on any signs is Barkas and Duffy, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pre- preserve my judgment on Kamara and Ayeti until you get a fully fully capable manager who's who's coaching. So I think Ayeti will score you goals. Seen him for Basel, he was Brownwell and outside the two of them lined up a mate. And you can see that briefly when they play each other. You see me on Leo. They were brilliant with each other. I thought, oh, yeah, he played well. Again, Leo played well, and then they get, the next day he's, he's on the bench. Nice. Uh, yeah. As you say, Jack, it's, it's poor coaching and poor management. Um, yeah, because I know there's rumours about the, the board signing players. That Len- but Lenny's came in interview and says, I, I spoke to a yeah, I've been watching for a year. So right away, you're taking the fact for if somebody's failing. See, the thing about Ryan Seaman is he's watching for a year. How could he be watching for a year and only played a few games at West Ham? You know what I mean? So it's... Exactly. Can I just go for you see how mm-hmm. I think he has got a bit of his goal last night and go, I think he has got a wee bit of class about him but I think he's a type of player that needs coached aye he needs see when he goes back to Southampton if he gets a shot see the, the manager I really like him he was at Leipzig before and I'm surprised he mm-hmm. went to Southampton I think he could actually do well with Southampton if he goes back next year maybe the manager if he gives him a wee bash at it but some players just need coached and Lennon you don't know when he played it was that simple but how good he was the team he played with it reminds me of something Roy Keane. Right? Roy Keane couldn't really manage at top level because he was too good a player. Mm-hmm. He would just expect players to do that. I think in a way, Lennon's the same. Because I may go away with last year because Rangers came back for Dubai and he made an asset by herself on the random fall. This season, the only person for Stoke is running the league is ourselves. And it has been fair play at the end, they've been flying, but look at our daft mistakes we can make out. It's, it's what it is, man. But it's easy to play with no fans and no pressure. And about, oh, that's what my dad said. As much, as, the fans right, as much as they've been all right, they're playing with no pressure and no fans. And we're no, we're no, we're no mm. letting them fucking, we're no giving them any pressure. It's about time so they can do every game and play how they want. I yeah. think, in my own opinion, I think if we were right up their arses, neck and neck, and giving it a go, they would falter because they wouldn't mm. deal with pressure because they've, they've never dealt with pressure. But as we'll we can, as, as, as but in a way, I know, we can't say they were from Butts and Rangers fans saying, Oh, one year you've had a team close season, he's bottled it. But I said, when Rangers came up, in a way, they're overachieving because they're still in the tap two, tap three. But see, when there was warning signs there, we should have been like that when Rogers left, most of them like, mm-hmm. we can't take any chances. When they put us at the Scottish Cup semi final penalties, Dyler, he owned up, he went right, end of the season, I'm off. I think. After Rodgers went, Charlotte could have been more clever. It came out that Lawwell gave Lennon the job in the shower. I know. Oh, yeah. You're like, ah. Right, all right, all right, fun and games. But then, like me, I, 
on that day, I was like, oh, yeah, dance with Job. My mate Chris, he's like, Jack, I said, no good. I went, give you a chance, did this. I was like, yeah, all right. But after that season there, I was like, give him a chance, give him a chance. Because you feel for the guy and all, but it comes to a point it's too much, then you feel like he's ripping arse at the club as well, as if he is big on the club, and that's not the way to go about it. And I was saying last week, I want a new manager to be in for Monday. So this week here, so when we played it, Libby would have a new gaffer in, but it's going to happen, and I don't think it's going to happen unless he goes. People are saying, suspended, I had a suspended bet, so Neddy how? Um to become next manager. So that, was that, if it's real, no. Twenty people went and bet Eddie Howe. Exactly. It means nothing, doesn't it? But it's doesn't it mean that he's sitting in a select press conference with a select Jacob on as far as I'm concerned. Exactly. Because it'll happen soon. <laughs> I actually see the guy there in my own eyes. I think it's I think it's going to start to affect Leonard's mental health and all which which you don't want. It's and see see when the fans I don't know about yourself straight but I didn't go down right I just thought you see people's point but I think that's made the situation worse you know, I think the board have been like that off now stuff for a lot of we're no sacking them as if, we've gave, as if they'll give in to the fans so I think see all, that, all the riots I don't think that helped helped the case whatsoever I think they'd have looked like they, they gave in to the fans if they let them go then I don't think that you can see people's points for doing it even though it's a bit shocking what happened in that but I don't think that's helped the case from still being at the club to be honest I think that's an excuse to tell you they were not playing them off. It's more than a pity. Isn't it? I, 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 think, I think he's he's not going to walk, as you've said, Jack and Robert. Um, he's not going to walk because in the day he's got he's got a family, as you say, Jack. He's got bills to pay. He Stop. if he leaves that job without a compensation package, I but he's not got a job, and especially the current climate. And see, my my own personal pain. I don't know what you used to think it, but I think he's going to find it very hard to get a big job again. Because for me, unless he goes like Asia or something, like aye, because, because he's inherited a very, very talented, uh, talented squad of players, in my opinion. Um, you've only really two or three players really missing for last season. No, if any, actually, to be fair, and you've added so he's took care realistically a Brendan Rodgers team, apart from maybe Sinclair and Armstrong, a few guys, but. He said it was the same training, the same philosophy, but, but see right away, I understand he's saying that it's worked for Rodgers, so I'll continue at the end of the season and we'll go, but if he's saying it's still the same, that's no his, he's not putting his own stamp on that club, so the club has gone in, a, in a, an old regime, an old structure, and as we've spoken about before, Robert, the structure's got to move, it's got to go forward, it can't keep continuing to, as we've said, be still. It's not the same training regime, it's not the same tactics, it's no, because he changes his tactics every single week. Rogers' team was all about keeping ball, possession, trying to draw teams out to then push in behind, try <coughs> to wear them down because Celtic were fitter than any other team. That Celtic team I know is lucky if it lasts 55 minutes and it's blowing a gasket. That's why we have made the most subs in the league, a five Lennon's maximised the subs. We can week out than any other team in the SPL, and that's only because I think the team's very unfit. Ronnie Diver to the bench. Um, Ronnie Diver told you the last time he came in after New Orleans team, he went, They're so unfit, the fat in their bodies is way higher than ever it should be. He used a lot of sports science, it was iron brew and all that in the canteen, and things that shouldn't be on the menu that Ronnie Diver had to bin him and John Collins and put. This is professional football players at one of the massive clubs in the world, and they're 
diets and no saying their diets, probably diets were all right, but there was things on the menu and just the cafeteria that Ronnie Dyer thought, well, this needs to change and he tried to change all that and they did get fitter and better under him. But to me that's just that's shambolic that Neil Lennon let it go that bad that a guy had to come in for Norway and restructure it on. I think the new guy that comes in at Celtic's gonna to have to do the exact same thing because I think you look at players, if you went through all the stats, sports science, and looked at everything, guarantee under Rogers' team to Lennon's team, the same players, fitness, running capacity, everything would have dropped, in my opinion, at least 20 25%. And I just think that's just total mismanagement, shambolic. It's a car crash waiting <coughs> to happen. And now the car crash has happened, and this is the aftermath of it. I, I definitely agree, Robert. Because um, obviously, that's what he says. He's saying he's in training and this and that. But you can't lie to the fans. The product on the park tells you it's no receipt. It's no, you're changing. See, after uh, Scott Brown's interview the other day, obviously, he says about the protocols, right? He says he went to Dubai last year and worked on the 3 5 2, and that's how he played it in the last season. It worked brilliant. And then he says they worked on like the 4 4 2 diamond and the 4 3 3. He played four fucking... He played one up front of him fucking up yesterday. Aye. And see, for me, lads, I don't know about you. I don't know about you, lads, right? But I've spoken with it all the time. One man up front and against anybody in Scotland, for me, is embarrassing. It's criminal. Sally, I don't know... Sally, I, I don't know why... I know that... I don't think Roger's... Had Roger's done it, but he had the two guys at the side, so it was a free up front, really, when we were going forward. See, when the ball goes up to if it is as well, Griffiths, whoever it is up front, See if they fuck it on, there's nobody there. It's a lost cause all the time. I hated, as I spoke about Robert, I hated one man up front myself. I hated playing it because you're isolated and unless the ball's at your feet, that's it. And Griffiths kind of wanted to challenge in there because I think, for me, I think Griffiths is finished. I, 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 I don't, he's no sharp enough anymore. Um, again, it could be done to coaching, Rob. If it's a, if it's a the house, could get him sharp again. Brilliant, but a lot of it's going to change and especially the fitness you can see they're no fit can't you uh, Jack you can see they're no fit it's... What, is that, see you're saying about a Jay who's no fit is, is that of course he needs a minutes but is that a case at training he's no putting a graft on the left and when he's gone I'm no putting you the weekend mm. when he comes on sometimes he's first touch at the time it's terrible when yeah. get, and he just goes in the half right away and that's his he's done and he's only known for the last 15 minutes so he knows it's not going to happen mm. at the start of the season we got away with it I think he scored last minute when nearly in Dundee United two goals at home but we were, we were only playing good and people are, oh, it's fine, we're winning and we're getting there, do you know what I mean? But after a while, teams figure you out. And when they did figure us out, it was for there. Like Duffy, when we played Tibbs, I think we bet them, was it 3-0 at Parkhead? But I remember that game, Nisbet was shoving them off, off the ball and all that. And I think it was the day or two days after they signed, he was playing with Ireland and the captain them. I don't know who it was, I watched it, it was an away game. But he caused the goal, but he also scored the equaliser, I think, for Ireland. Remember me? Bulgaria, wasn't it? Bulgaria. Bulgaria, that's the one. Aye. But it was... And I was like, wow, I hope this is just a one-half. And then after that, I mean, it was it, it was terrible. It was a shame. And after that, it was just... Well, he scored a few goals, didn't he, for us when the first mm-hmm. game? Well, he was looking a, like, a bit rusty and then just goes to prove that it's... The way he was really in a jet in Clamal, you feel bad from fair play to Clamal at first. Um, he said he wasn't he strong enough and he couldn't get by Joe Nat Chin. And after locked the note that he bulked up, he got the skin heating and all that. But 
I just don't think they're Celtic players. And I was actually watching a thing on YouTube today. It was like Celtic, like Duds. It was saying Giant is saying the last few chances. It just popped up because I was watching something before it. And the money we spent on like your Kiazzi and other players, you're like, yeah, that could all add up to. Instead of paying two, three million for a few guys, pay eight to ten million maybe for the one guy a season and go for it. We sign, I think we sign too many, maybe sometimes. I don't know. It's too many like, sign guys on the day. It's even yeah. again when Rangers signed up, came our roof. I was a bit annoyed because I would rather we got him. I watched that Leeds or Nothing documentary um, and see the year Leeds didn't go up. He was our main man, him in Banford, but he was better in Banford. And I was, when he signed him, I was like, oof. And look at the amount of goals he's got this year when Morelos has been playing for him. Again, no black bloke smoke up their ass, but difference like that, the signings, it said they signing somebody like a Jetty, who's no did mm-hmm. it. Since he was at Anderlecht, he's did it at Leeds, he did it at Anderlecht, and now he's doing it in Scotland and all. So recruitment, coaching, just a bit of everything. It's, it's brutal. And it's gotten, I haven't thought about it. I just want to have a, if you don't laugh, you'll break times at it, but it's, it's no good. No good at all. I think we've spoken about that. I think actually we've spoken about that. The the recruitment side, it's been been very poor. Aye, Ryan, it's we do we talk about it probably every single podcast now, man. You run out of things to say on it. There's just too <laughs> many projects, and they think signing all these <laughs> projects at two million pound if you get two belters out of ten. It, Sign the present, man. In years gone by, we do have the odd good one and the odd cracker, but you really need to do your homework on players now um, for a young age. You need to see what mentality they've got or they last in the goldfish bowl, as they say in Glasgow. They just, you need to really, really, really do your homework on signings now. As Jack says, they go and sign a guy at Kamal Roof who has proven throughout his career they can score goals and they, they got him for a no bad fee a four and a half million I think it was and the guys came in and done we have no signed anybody in the last 18 months that's come into Celtic and went into our first team and improved us so that's the difference we've signed loads of players who have came maybe folk are going to improve us but none none of them have come in and it's a lot mm-hmm. of wasted money and a lot of wasted money signings wages and the new guy who might come in might not fancy these guys. That's a big, massive rebuild in the summer. But the news got to be the time the manager's got to come in because the manager's got to come in very, very soon. Look at that squad, tell you what he needs, tell you what he wants to get ready. And they've got to get the fans on board because the season book renewals are up soon. And the way it is, the new thousands will need renew it. So the Celtic board are playing a Russian roulette here. Um, they really need to sort it sooner rather than later, mate, because we can't keep coming on and depressing ourselves of how poor we were, same tactics, same spiel coming out in the media when they went in. Very disappointed, very disappointed. Thought we played okay, thought, and you're going, this is a, it's like a pre recorded message. He's done every interview. It's just too much that's news, man. It? it needs to change, mate. It needs to change. See, see, after the game yesterday, he says he thought he played no too shabby. You uh, come on, come on, are you, are you joking, man? <laughs> you can't kid the fans on, and you can't kid yourself on. Just be honest. Just be honest and say, as you says, he says <laughs> in October that he says if it derails any further, 
I'll hold my hands up and walk away. Well, Neil, that should have happened after the Rangers game. It should have happened in Ferris Maros. It should have happened. It's just a. Getting beat 4-1 twice, but so many you could... Right, as you, as you say, Robert, it, it, it was a car crash waiting to happen, and for me, it's it's no different than just been this season or last season. It was obviously when Ben Rogers left, but see the season Rangers went down, we should have we should have totally progressed and spent money, and again, as we've said, the fellas sleep at the wheel, complacency. That's what's killed us, in my opinion. Complacent is totally killed us. The both will uh, we'll learn all days, but we'll get us to 10, then, yes, then that out days. I'm sorry, Desmond and Lowell, but it's 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 no working because it's clearly what you thought. It's it's not going to happen because, as you've said, Jack, it's going to hurt. 10, we've went for nine, one nine, says up for 10 perfectly. You've spent a bit of money thinking, right, and we've not really gave any shot at it at all. And any Celtic fan, it doesn't matter if you're a big Celtic fan or a wee Celtic fan, it doesn't matter how high you're passing with Celtic, it's going to hurt you. I don't care. Um, it's going to hurt you for a long time. I'm going to get back last year for my Rangers pals. Ah, you said nine years of hurt. I'm going to get it, mate. My, see my oh, Twitter and Facebook. Don't, and, don't know mate, how they could take it, man. It's mate, time for days. <laughs> obviously, the, obviously, the league's a bit finished, right? But seeing until they get a hold on that trophy. My Facebook, Twitter, and everything's going to ask me for two days, mate, because I, I, I'm going to explode. My phone's going to go off. Aye. Mate, that's the thing I know. Some fans were going to book Vegas and start a Ponza for 10 in a row. Yeah, yeah I was lying on, mate. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I'm saying, see, we, we didn't just think we had it one home, right? But Jane, the players maybe had that mentality. So, like, we've, we've got this, we've, we've got to do it. I don't know, maybe they thought they didn't realise expectations. Of- management. Exactly, mate. The motivation. Kyrie, you say you go and play for Celtic, you play for Celtic, go and win it. It needs to mm. be a bit ever done it. You see, as well, Robert, you were talking about um, oh, about the fans. I totally agree with you, mate, because, see, Rangers fans, they've got a short memory. Tavernier News, the best feedback back in the world. Last season, they were hounding him. Hound him, get himself, get his hopeless, can't defend. And then now, because he scored a few penalties and he's doing well, he's listening. He's, <coughs> I'm not going to sit here and slaughter you because he's done well this year. Neither I that. But as you say, when they had fans, it was nothing each. After 20 minutes, they were okay. and And a lot of people, I've said it before, Gary Holt's a neutral. And that's what he says. He says Celtic fans get their team on side, trying to help their team. Rangers fans just basically slaughter their team. And it's a very bad atmosphere. And that's a guy, and that's a neutral saying that. So he's not just saying that for the sake of it. In my opinion, but I do agree. With you. I think the fans. <laughs> I don't agree with Laurel saying it's affected us the most because it's not. It's affected every club, as you say, as well. But all these wee teams can't play. Junior teams can't play. Amateur teams are not playing. So, but as affecting the again, I think the players are used to get to sixty thousand. It's as a bit of as a bit of level when you're going to Hamilton and there's no fans. Do you know what you but see if you're the, the capability players here, let's see, going out to play in front of one person or 6,000 person, mm-hmm. people saw it, should be a canter for you. You're playing with Celtic, you should be like, you're out the road, we're Celtic here, we'll teach you a lesson. Like, in a way, so doesn't really see to be fair, that Tavernier, maybe other people in his position will let, in a way, he's got boys, or a stick, he's got the biggest season for Rangers, they've been the biggest embarrassment for Celtic, biggest achievement. He's trying and he's stayed and trying to club, so you don't want to see it, but in a way, you need to. You need to say fair play to them, do you know what I mean? But in a way, 
60,000 or zero fans, you're playing with Celtic, you should be able to go and beat anybody at home, do you know what I mean? Whether that's League or Europe League, at a, a decent standard. So I think maybe as fans, we'll just use that as an excuse. I think if we were in the ground, it wouldn't happen because mm-hmm. everybody would be off their seat, shouting and bawling like mad. But you're playing with Celtic, you should be able to beat anybody, whether there's no fans there or there's a full house there. Do you know what I mean? And the players certainly can use that as an excuse as well. That's just looking, looking for a sympathy vote. Do you know what I mean? If they use that as an excuse. I, I, I think we know what we're saying about the fans, but I do agree with it in a way. I understand your point, Jack. It is. People might say it's a bit of an excuse. But it's, as we've said, everything that could go around this season is just totally went wrong. Yeah, but see, when we are signing players, Ryan, this is the... You've got to have the mentality to play for a couple of seasons. No, that's true. Aye. That's, mm-hmm. you've got to, that's where you've probably got to do a lot of background checking players to see what sort of mentality these players have got. Because <coughs> if we've all played football in our careers, your principle is to go and play at the highest level, play in front mm-hmm. of fans. But throughout your career for a young age, you play in front of your man, da, maybe your uncle, maybe your auntie, maybe 20 people on the touchline. Do you aspire for a young age to go and build on that crowd and get better and better and better. So, if you've done all that before, you should be mentally strong to go in front of a certain part and go to something now. But in my head, I'm going to pretend there is 60,000 here. There is people in my head, my mother's, dad's watching on the telly, there is people there in the background who are supporting me and maybe giving you that wee bit extra. Aye, it's going to be very difficult, but it's difficult for every team worldwide. Your Real Madrid, your Barcelona, your Juventus, your Bayern Munichs, everybody's in the same boat. But you know what the difference is? These players are mentally strong inside their heads. They'll just want to go and play, win games and they're switching off it, no having fans because that's what the best players do in the world. I think we, we do use too much of an excuse on the fans. I we understand they're a very passionate support, but we cannot use that as an excuse for fucking mm. dropping so many points this season. <laughs> that's been to the management the players maybe no playing for them and probably no signing the right players at the right times as well. So it's a it's a, it's a lot um, of different things that's all just added up to one. It's just, that's what it's come down to, in my opinion. I can see as well you were talking about um, obviously signing guys for the structure on the team and blah, blah, blah. That's why I think you're a better manager and obviously a better recruitment because as we spoke about in our podcast, Guys like, I know it's, it's not going to happen, mate, but that Mulder, like your, your Ralph Raniex, they all get guys that suit that division, suit the club, suit their personalities, and they look at everything, and I don't know if we do that. If they're going to come in and fit with the guys that are in the squad already, football, as you say, Robert, <coughs> football's changing. It's not just about signing a guy and getting on your team. You need to, you need to know you go home with the group. If you be settled in Glasgow, if you be settled with the unit, it's, everything's changed now in football, and... I think that's one thing we need to do massive. Just on obviously the guys we had before, we had Rogers and his backroom staff. James Madison, didn't have you watched it yet? No, I was spot. It was brilliant. It was spot. We talked about how how Rogers and the guy Jack Lyons and the guy Selig, he was at Western now. He was analysing his game, how he can get better, and it happened. He says, "I think we work on training." We've done the part, and he says if you don't play by you don't play by Leicester or Rodgers' teams, if you're no fit, you don't run, you don't do dirty work, and I think that's what we're missing. 
we're missing every single bit of that. And it just shows you. I know I, I said on Twitter, people are going to be, oh, he's still a rat, he's this and that. I understand at the time he was a rat. You know, you know why I use that word, but he was. And he left in a situation where he, it could have been better. We all know that. But you've got to take back and step it back. Look at the job he done. Look at the staff he has with him. And then look at his new. And look where Leicester are. We're challenging for the fucking Premier League. So uh, it's you've we've got. I'm not saying you've got to get that standard, but you've got to try and get the best, of the best. And we've went for that to learning and that management. Listen, Kennedy probably is well thought of. I he supposedly is well thought of, but as you say, Jack, you can't bring a guy in for League One to come and play European football. No disrespect. See like, if you're Edward and you turn around, you've got Peter Jake in the bench, shit like that. It's not a shaving <laughs> two months. Not, yeah, I really know that. But come on, like, I know. But, like, the, Edward, be like, who's Peter? Bro? They won't even know who that is. Do you know what I mean? Half the boys that are here and going back to like recruitment and that. See, but the video is a big bio on YouTube. He looked like some player who's going heaters for fun. Mm. I wait till you get this big guy, and I think he scored like two goals that turned to be like two hearts OGs against Hearts. And Phil Stadium was singing bio bio, and since that, I don't think he got a crack at what? He scored his first goal in five months the other day. For uh, the, the, boy, the boy Jack Kendry got stick as well, but he's actually, I think he's flying, been keeping tabs on him on Twitter and that. He's, I think he's flying in Belgium and he's, he's highly rated there, there mate. So, you see, on Jack Kendry, right? Aye. I, 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 I slaughtered him when he was here, right? I couldn't believe he signed him. I could always remember back to that game against Partick Thistle, he was running and running boots, right? But see the high as, right? One of Walters. <laughs> see the high as, right? He's no worse than Shane Duffy, the way Shane Duffy's playing. So, I, 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 don't, I don't think they've got a cost to bring him back, right? I don't think a guy would want to come back because he's playing well. But Jack Kendy's no worse than Shane Duffy. Jack Duffy, uh, Jack Duffy, Jack Kendy's mm-hmm. no worse than Shane Duffy didn't so and, and that's what I say to my dad yesterday I was talking to my dad about it and people were talking about Dirt and Garka for me it's a big no-no right it's not going to improve us if you if, as Robert says Lobel thinks we're a, an elite football club right Champions League football club you can't be saying guys are Dirt and Garka who are fucking Botman the division in the league that's just my opinion it might be wrong but if it means getting him for six months just to stay under the ship for fucking six months because Shane Duffy, I, I, I would honestly send him back because he's going to, it's going to, Sorry. as you spoke about the mental health with Lennon, it's going to deteriorate Lennon and it's going to get worse for Duffy. Again, we don't know what's happened in his personal life. I know he said a death in the family. No, that's a shame. That. You wish, right? more, wish more the best for that stuff. So, you know what I mean, but... I'm no one to, I'm no that a year guy a lot because I know he's, that might have been playing in his mind this season. And he's probably maybe no get air, a lot of stuff outside of football, and it's affecting him. But that's when he should be going to Lennon and say, Gaffer, I can't play. And that's when Lennon's got to have the, how do you say it, the man management. To, I know he said they took him out of the situation during the season, but he's not playing well, so you need to come back out, and you've got to play well sitting there. As we spoke about <coughs> right, before, youth development, play him, because he's not, he's not really, put, in my opinion, put a fat rank. And I think Robert was a big, aff- uh, a big advocate of getting him in and just giving him a game and see how he is the rest of the season. He's, he deserves a chance, let's be honest. Shane Duffy's got to get back in the summer. I, in my opinion, should be getting back, you know. I feel like Anusi should get back and I feel Waxhawk should get back because I just feel the league's done. Done. The money's, we're wasting money on a week-to-week basis, paying these guys crazy wages. 
that we don't really need to pay. We've got enough squad there to deal with to the end of the season because I don't think there's going to be a change in management. And I think the Celtic board are now just being kind of cute in a way. Oh, we'll assess it at the end of the month. This is the new thing that's might have come out. At the end of the month, the transfer window shuts. Mm-hmm. So even if they bring a manager in and the guy wants to go identify two players, can I sign anybody? You then need to go with that squad to the end of the season and then look at it for there. I don't know what the Celtic board's thinking, but the disconnect for the Celtic fans and the Celtic board is a way back to the Kelly era when it was sack your board, sack your board. It's just absolute shambolic. They're good at flogging things on, as you say, when they're doing well, or oh, there's Celtic DVDs, there's treble DVDs, there's this, there's that, there's this. The silence is deafening. And a fly with it as well, but a fly. It's unbelievable. Dermot Desmond's never ever seen. Peter Lawwell comes out and makes a stupid apology and then starts ranting about how it's affected us more than anybody else. Sitting there, pure scripted. They mm. weren't allowed to say anything to him. Jerry wasn't allowed to say anything to him on it. And now they say they would, manage, they would check us on a week-to-week basis after the new year. That's four games now. Three, three draws and a defeat to Rangers. <clears> so what what is the board sitting waiting on? I don't get what we're waiting on. I don't know what what needs to actually happen. Do we need to go toward at home to Hamilton on Wednesday? Or do we need to lose the next game for Ross County to then go? I mean, I don't know what it's taking to sack this guy. I don't know if this guy's go private stuff or Peter Lawwell and Dermot Desmond doing something or up to something because... He seems to on that laptop, Gavin's trying his laptop. <laughs> Aye, they've got Gavin's starting his laptop much. and A2, A2. Only fans. Only fans. Only fans or something. <laughs> Or maybe he's getting them a maybe he's getting them a box of snooze getting delivered there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Obviously. But it's it seems unsackable, doesn't he? Yeah. Just he's coming out in the press and walking out on interviews and telling you he's not leaving the club. He's not. To me, his Celtic legendary status is demising by the day. It's People like, are just like them every day. You've still got ones that support Neil Wen and CSC rather than Celtic. I don't get that. That just baffles me that. They support Neil Wynn and Merlin, they support Celtic. Aye, we get, the guy's done a lot for the club. Made a lot of money at the club through all his troubles and all the stuff he's done. And we have, we thank him for that and I'd happily let him move on. But every week, I'm embarrassed seeing, I'm getting people sending in group chats, things that he's saying and things he's doing. And it's just demising by the day on my opinion. No doing self in the fevers. See, like the front of dialer. Hundred percent, mate. Fronny Dyla comes back to Celtic Park and like presents like a paradise one photo half time. You get like a stone ovation, a clap, and that. Lennon won't be allowed to do that, but you know, fans won't give him. Fans won't give him the time of day, and it's sad, but he's he's ruining that himself, mate. He's, he's ruining his reputation. Aye, and as a a man, sure you'd know you face up to that, but you love something so much it's hard to walk away. But again, it comes back. He's got a contract, and he might just be thinking that. And if he is, then. What you're meant to do if you're not getting sacked, I mean, the board will pay him out. Money means more him than the club means to him, man. Exactly, mate. But again, it comes to the, the club. The club shouldn't let let the full club be in this position now. They should have. Because I don't think it's. Him. I know a few people were saying, "Can we afford it?" And it's not. See, for me, it shouldn't come to money. At the end of the day, right? We've got. I think Desmond's like the eighth or ninth richest man in fucking Ireland. I know he's Celtic might not be his major club, but he's still one of the major shareholders. So he's money men, right? Um, what do I say to else? 
Oh, I've lost Tyler's loss area. But aye, aye, the money situation. In the summer, we're probably going to sell at least two to three players. Big cutters. Your Christie's going to go. You might get five more. You say that you're not going to get your 15, whatever it was. And Charm might go for four or five. Edouard's going to go for at least 15, probably. Aye, aye, 10, 15. So you're going to have money for a very, very high caliber manager. But are they going to do it? In my opinion, I don't know what they're going to do because you're trying to do, not just on podcasts in general, you're trying to talk to your pals and your family about it and you're going, right, what would the board do here? And you're like, I don't fucking know because the social media, they post all the time when they're scoring goals and winning trophies. Oh, it's as Robert says, silent. Oh, there's been nothing. There's been no, there's been no goals. None of the goal angles. There's been nothing like that. It's all been, <laughs> buy your, buy your dairy milk. Let's be lying, Terry Mo, let's go. Nah. I'm no let's go down to the I'm buying it. To be honest with you. I do feel sorry aye, for John because he's taking some abuse. And that guy's he's actually a nice guy, you know what I mean? He does a lot for Celtic. But the sell the probably the board's shutting him out and going just mm-hmm. you deal with the fans type of thing. The guy's probably stressed out his seat, having to deal with fans. I mean I, I know personally a few people have emailed Celtic. Guys get eight season books, families and all that. He's disgusted. He's at the end of his terror. He's like taking back and he wanted a full refund. And they're like, oh, we can't give you a full refund in that. I don't think he'll be the only one. I think he'll be thousands at that. Just the way they... See, if we went out here and we lost the league with three points and we gave it a good go, everybody would like, aye, we were tried our best. Just wasn't oh. meant to be. But we're demising... We can, we could. We're drawing with Livingston reserves, let's be honest. They made seven changes because they've got a semi-final at the weekend that we get knocked out of. Livingston on the semi-final. Aye, it can happen in football. But everything that's happened during this season, that is happening. So we draw with Livingston reserves to each and he comes out and tells you, we played no bad at football. I'll not be quitting this club. I'll be staying here. They'll need to sack me. And the guy's going, so what do you need to do? And he goes, eh, what I need to do is time one games. And I'm going, Mate, no, you know, you need to pack your bags, clear your desk, and get the fuck out of my cup. That's what I was thinking. It's just, it's, I, I can't go to these interviews, but I get sent them off through social media. My mate's sending me them. I just, he's making me angry at watching Celtic. <laughs> we can make it. Aye, he's wee stupid fucking okay. thing. Imagine a sailing man. He's not being here. He came on as an angry heat on that, Jack. He just, he never knew, he just came on angry heat with his interview. He's, I mean, the presser lapping it up and taking the piss at him, really, and asking him Aye. questions. I've not filmed it yet. Filmed it. Scotland last night. He walked away from the interview because the guy was asking him questions. To me, that's not what we need at a football club. As you say, he's he well when he obviously in his interview was doing all that privilege shit, right? He's in a privileged fucking job. He's in a privileged that's position it. that a lot of people would listen. I know. I, I try not listen to borrow uh, phone injury, but I was I'm work with it, so I had it on. I was I was listening, to it. and they were talking about how like he's maybe go to go now. He's he's in a privileged position. Well, go. You've you've had your time. You know you're loading very well. Go as we as we said before. See if you're loading well in your work. Your bosses give you a warning. If you, if you keep doing it, you get sacked. So he's not had one warning. He's had fucking many warnings since. Probably very as far as for me that was a that was a, that was a no go back for me. You can't tell players they want to go 
Well, as you say, Jack, Edouard, when you start, Edouard's going to go, who the fuck's this cunt talk to? You know what I mean? It's, but that's the attitude of players. See, these days, football's finished. That's how people talk about Roy Keane for a job. Roy Keane may maybe day well for three months. DIB kick up my ass, but see, after that, it's going to end disaster. Roy, Roy, exactly. aye, Roy Keane's old school, Roy, Lennon, they're old school. They're no hands on on the training run. They're no any of that sports science. They're not any of that carry on. Football's changing. You need a guy like, I know I've said, Robert, Eddie Howe's on my Christmas list. I want the guy to come in and just, I think he's no, I'm not saying he's the same as Rodgers, but he's the same mould. He's obsessed with football, trying to attack and play. You score three, I'll score four. He does, he's very hands on. He's very hands on. He's a young guy who's learned his trade in England and developing year in, year out as a coach. He's took his time out exactly the same as Rogers took his time out. He's refreshed, he's ready to go, he's ready to go. He's watched a lot of football, he's took his time Mm. back and now, just like Rogers, he could be the exact thing we're looking for. He's done what he's had today. He's lost games, he's won games, he's got he's got teams promoted, he's got teams fucking relegated. He's learnt a lot in his management team, he's took his time away from it, now he's probably ready to go for his next challenge, and I just hope it's us, rather than a team like Newcastle or something like that. But we'll see us in the future on that. And obviously, going forward, Jack, if you've got any kind of suggestions about managers, who you think should come in, or maybe no come in, um, again, I'm Eddie Howe. I'm Eddie Howe, mate. I've been a big advocate of Howe. I've said to Robert, I've watched stuff about him and obviously England, he's took Bournemouth through the leagues and people say I yeah, get relegated, but that's a very, very hard league and as it, I know they say he's spending £50 million, but compared to teams in the Premier League, that's fucking like us spending £10 million here. It's yeah. nothing. So, again, what's your thoughts on the kind of situation now? I think people don't which like Celtic fans only take note what he actually did to Bournemouth, where they were, mm. to what he took them to. Um, similar to what Rodgers did with Swansea, but he didn't start, was as how did and how far he took them. Mm. Everybody knew eventually Bournemouth's bubble was going to burst on the stadium with 10, 11,000 again spending all that money, but nowhere near the budget of the bigger teams. Um, but what he did for them, imagine a manager coming up here and the players he would attract. Mm. And the good thing, if he did come here, you could look at what Rodgers did two, two and a half to three years. They superb. And then he might end up going to get a job at Leicester because by that time, I think Rodgers might be at Arsenal. All right, he's not going to go back to Liverpool, but he could be somewhere else. So that could be in a pathway for him to go again. I think Celtic fans that don't want Eddie Howell just silly. It's, I think it'd be a major appointment in the players he would attract. And he's managed in the Premier League year in, year out with a team like Bournemouth. Do you know what I mean? So it's... In a way, you'd rather than a team that's only managed a good team because you know that he can do a half decent job with a basic team. Imagine having the players up here and the budget up here and who he's playing against. And hopefully, we take that into the, the Champions League football as well. So, I would love to see him, and it's my main target anyway. People are saying Jack Ross and that, but on paper, I just think Eddie Howe is, is a man to be fair. If I'm even Jack Ross, mate, I would not touch him with a basketball. No. It's just know the new, maybe in five years' time. I know Rogers says. He's our, our team with the best thing they play against and all that. Kieran, uh, that he fair enough. Did, he? There's no, I'm not saying he's a bad manager. I just think for us right now, I think it's a very, very big job. It's, this is, for me, this is one of the biggest decisions <clears throat> since I've been alive. And I say out for the board to make because if you make it wrong, 
Rangers could, as the, the tide could turn, shall we say, um, they could just go ahead and we can't, we can't have that after having the success we've had. They're going to go, wait a minute, man. That's, we're not used to getting beat. This is why we're all getting up to everybody. We're not used to seeing our team drawn against them. Well, maybe in the odd game, but drawn three in a row and <laughs> winning games and getting put out our first county cup games. I'm not used to seeing that. So I think Jack Dollars for me is it's Sunderland that he gave up a bit of money and he didn't get them up and look at the they like Sunderland they don't know what to say like, but they're in they're a big fish in a small pond in that league mm-hmm. obviously they've been there for a while two or three years now doing that doing that league one but they're still a massive club and he didn't get them up with a bit of dough so Sorry. for me maybe in a few years Jack Dollars but for me I think yeah, you've got to go for but you see even the betting the betting doesn't give you an inkling as Robert said before um, Rogers came in when he was he was nowhere to be seen. So oh, is, it, is it going to be somebody like that who we're all saying who's we're saying he's, he's not got a clue, he's not gonna get it, and then boom he turns up in two days' time, he's fucking holding the shaft up. Would you take David Moyes? No, aye. I would take him, mate. Aye. Yep. I West Ham um, fans are very ungrateful for what he's doing at West Ham, to be fair. You always see the I don't, don't seven teams to a few points after top six. He's doing, he's doing brilliant, but they, they still give him a bit of stick, man. And Twitter and that, you always see things, but no, I think he's, I think that'd be a good appointment, well, but I think I would probably rather Ed Howe, but to be fair, you see what you're saying there about the league, people, Rangers fans, and maybe some Celtic fans might say we're ungrateful. See if it was what Rab said, we got to end of the season, half decent, we only lost the league by mm-hmm. maybe three or six points, that's fair. But it's been for the start of the season to the qualifiers up until now, and it's not got better at all. We're not ungrateful, we're just being honest in what we see. If we were doing decent, just behind, but all right, fair play, even better. But good on you, but it's not, behind it's not been the case, exactly. It's not ungrateful, it's the right the fact that we're still in a situation for October, November to now, and it's getting worse, and it's still in the same current situation, is why the fans are so angry. And obviously, why the rights, you know, shouldn't have happened, happened, stuff like that. And the fact that the clubs in the same situation, the same coaches, even some same players that are still here. And all I think, see, Kevin is, but that boy's, that boy's flying. I think that, Sai Ferry said at the start of the season, he would be his main player this year. Aye, did, aye, aye. And, and right away, it was that fair play, what, what I call. Um, seen the 1st of January, I would have gave Fibs three million for him. Boys like Kamala, not lonely, moot. See, here, here's Kamala. You take him at the end of the season, maybe even say two million. He's he's but the boy's brilliant and he's Scottish, and he's just going to keep getting better. I think that'll be another miss if we don't sign him for the next two seasons as well. The boy's brilliant. I don't know why we didn't we don't try and snap him up this Monday. I would have done it the first because the game when we played the other week, then you know exactly. But I would have got him right away, and I still will get him now because Ajay and Clamar they're not going to do it, not getting a chance. Griffiths again. His mental health, not that you wish him more the best for that. But it seems he comes back overweight to training and he's putting TikToks up every day. Do you know what I mean? Don't be making daft videos up if you're coming back to say overweight. Have a have a look at yourself. Again, the mental health side, not that's a shame. You wish him more the best for that. Come back. The players need to have a look at themselves as well. Do you know what I mean? I it's when it comes to the coaches, but the players need to own up. And again, it comes to Everton for the top or the way down to the bottom. And the fans like the fans to be patient for a while. And then obviously, or the carnage happened. But at first, we're not playing good, but we'll let them sit on. Eventually, they'll find their own feet. But <laughs> nah, 
No chance. And obviously yourself, Robert, um, and to say what Jack said there, and obviously your kind of last kind of thoughts on the management position of the Celtic. We yeah, know my thoughts <laughs> on it, Ryan. I feel it needs to change sooner rather than later, which I've been saying for umpteen months now. We need the appointment in. We need to look at a structure for the club. Might need to have a managing, a managing director at the club. We need to have all structured. And this all needs to be going happening behind the scenes now for the start of next season. Because, as you say, if we don't capitalise, uh, if we let this go and they capitalise on it and then they get into the Champions League, they could be the, the tides could have swung in their favour. They could be the ones that are looking at, oh, we're getting to the Champions League, we've got money to spend. They have no money. They have rooted. It could easily swing so easily like that. Um, as you say, it's the board's biggest decision in a right few years, mate. They've had it too easy now. Now they've got to go out and earn the money and show them, show us what they're capable of doing and what they can actually turn this around. And they've learned from their mistakes. That's the biggest thing. I don't feel we've learned from our mistakes because the Green Brigade put a lot of banners out and warned yeah. them, sleeping at the wheel, everything that was happening. And they didn't take it serious enough. They didn't take it serious enough. I agree with you, mate. And then obviously, uh, there's a kind of a sad wee bit today, Robert. Um, somebody you know, yeah, uh, nice wee message for for his family. I a good friend of yours, um, for a few years, um, uh, Billy McPeak. He was the oldest member of the Green Brigade, um. Sat in the Green Brigade section. I'll tell you a wee funny story on him. They get banned with the Green Brigade um, for singing Rebel songs. Um, <laughs> he was banned for Celtic Park. So he was. Um, but what a character. What a guy. It was actually a pleasure to know him. Um, I just gutted what's happened. He's passed away through COVID. Um, and I'd just like to say my condolences to his family and his friends. And hopefully... I can get to his funeral and stuff and pay my last respects to him. Um, he was a wonderful guy and a wonderful person. And um, I just loved being at football with him and the character of him and the laugh. He used to, it was in the A for a lot of years, um, but he used to come down and sit in the pub with us and drink his iron brew. And just a character, just old school character, massive Celtic fan. A lot of respect for him. Took us over to Dublin, um, stayed at his daughter's house for the Celtic Liverpool game. Um, He'll be sadly missed. Um, and there's a lot of Celtic fans through Twitter and Facebook who know him. Um, I'd just like to pass my condolences on to his family. That's a nice touch, mate. Uh, everybody who's on the podcast and deals with the podcast, uh, we send our, uh, our condolences. Uh, that's a very sad time. Uh, and also, Jack, you were uh, mentioned before you came on that you do a bit of coaching. Um, how did you get involved in that and how are you enjoying it now? Hi, it's good, mate. Um, cheers. Um, I was at college years ago, and obviously I was enjoying it and that, but then I thought, oh, they, like, I was going to be a PE teacher at first, but I thought, nah, this isn't for me, or the mm. essays and all that stuff. So I just thought about starting my own coaching thing. I got involved coaching my primary school team, and I took it for there and then just built my own business type. So I do, like, private coaching sessions, and I work in schools and all that too. Far enough, I was actually working with Celtic. Um, I was right. working with the Foundation, doing many programmes with that. But then, well, 
COVID kicked in. <laughs> so I've not been doing that for a while because we weren't allowed back in the schools and all that, of course. So I enjoyed it, mate, and enjoyed doing that and a bit of your foot and that. And then started walking in the streets for as well. So, mate, Aye, as I said, mate, after this, we'll shove your, you know, uh, your line coach if anybody's interested in kind of contacting Jack about um, coaching or just, even just a wee bit of advice about maybe starting a business up, mate. It's something to, somebody to talk to then fire away, uh, lads. And obviously, cheers. Can one boys, uh, it's been every week we come on now, but definitely we come on, it's, as Robert says, you, know, you don't want to really use depression because obviously depression is a bad thing, but you do get a bit depressed on with it. Um, and again, it's good to obviously get your thoughts on the recruitment side, Jack, which is happening because it's good to get different people's opinions on things because obviously people make you sick of me and rabble on this talking shit. So it's good uh, <laughs> to get a different opinions and I appreciate your time, lads. Um, but that's us this week. Oh, cheers, now, I'm for my podcast. We'll be back on soon. Obviously, no game this weekend, but we'll come up with something and we'll give you some, something to listen to. But thanks for your time, lads, Jack. Take care, boys. Cheers. Bye bye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Hey, Jack. Hey, Jack. Hey, Jack.